We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. HBO Sports and the NFL Films are partnering with the Detroit Lions for an unfiltered, all-access look at what it takes to make it in the National Football League with Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. This season will chronicle head coach Dan Campbell entering his second season, leading an intriguing mix of young emerging stars and established veterans throughout training camp and the preseason. Hard Knocks will mark the 17th edition of the 18-time Sports Emmy winning series and the most acclaimed serialized sports series on television. Stream the new season now on HBO Max. Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. going on guys welcome back to another edition of sunday twitter spaces post game show lions eagles lions come up short in this game 38 35 we had some fireworks on both sides of the ball very high scoring game um lions trying to complete a little comeback in the second half just come up a little bit short and lose this game 38 35 no peer with us but i do have my man Mr. Malcolm Hart, man, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, how about how about you, man? I, I know we you know Woods on the playback, and it seemed like you didn't take this game too well, man. Like, I'm not mad about like the final result. It's just like you know, it's just a gut punch, man. It's like I didn't come in with high expectations to win this game or anything like that. Um, but you know, when you lose a game like that, where you have a chance at the end, making a little comeback, it just sucks. Um, you know, because you had a chance to win that game. Um, if you get one stop on defense, you get the ball back on offense, you get three points, you could force an OT, or better not better at, you get a touchdown and win the game. And, you know, when you're just in that position and you come up short, it definitely sucks. Um, you know, I'm not going to overreact and say, this team sucks. Um, you know, we can get into all that. But it, it was a good game, man. It was a good game overall. 
they played through. They they played hard. Um, just just a sucky end because you know you never want to end the game off with uh, with the fourth and one where you think you have a chance to get the ball back and um, you know the Jalen Hurts sneaks it in and gets the first down where it was a close play. Seems like we almost got the stop, so it was just a gut punch. But overall, I'm doing fine. Doing fine. That's good, man. I mean. As far as the the score and the, the results, I mean, at the end of the day, we we kind of knew that this was going to happen. As far as you know, having it being a close game, um, I, I like the way they competed on both sides of the ball. Um, the offense and the running game was a phenomenal. Um, DeAndre Swift. I mean, I talked about this with you, man. I mean, this is probably the first time in the season opener we had a running back go for over 100 yards. So. I mean that was really really big for for DeAndre Swift, man. He had a hell of a game, man. He was probably like the the MVP of the team for today, uh, yeah. as far as the, the guy. <laughs> let, let, um, let's start off, let's start off with the offense because I thought there was a lot of good in this game, and then there was a little dry spell where it was bad, and then it got really good again. You know, you saw that first drive of the game, lines offense connecting, man, having a long you know uh, possession. Ending with six, getting a touchdown run game, like you mentioned, just looked really good, man, with both Jamal Williams, both and DeAndre Swift. Um, even got the passing game a little involved in it, but it was mainly that run game that just really took over that first drive. You know, then after that, Philly responds, gets a touchdown. Then there was a little dry spell at the offense, and, and that second quarter was really where this team kind of fell really far behind, and that's why they had to make this big comeback in the second half. And um, that, that second quarter where it really went downhill is, uh, you know, they just couldn't get anything going offensively, man. Run game wasn't really working as effectively. And, you know, they tried to switch it up and, and try to get the passing game going. And it just was not working and ended up having a miscommun- miscommunication play that really cost the, you know, the team was uh, with uh, Jared Goff and TJ Hawkinson play. Uh, it looked like Goff thought he was going to go in the stick and stop there. Hawkinson cuts up the field thinking that's a, you know, there's some miscommunication there. Kaiser White gets a pick six and, you know, it, it just looked really bad. Philly just took a full advantage of the second quarter, man. They had a, a phenomenal second quarter. Um, they, they beat us in that, in that quarter. And then the second half, man, after all that, down 10 points, offense you know, responded really well. They they responded really well. They were going really, you know, toe-to-toe with Philly uh, on the offense side of the ball. I think they only had one drive where they ended up with points. And, you know, you, you take away a Josh Reynolds drop and a bad snap, you could have got some points on that drive too, and we're talking about a different result maybe right now. But there's always a lot of what-ifs in every game. But what's your, you know, full take on the offense in this game? I mean – it's week one, so it's really hard to see exactly like as far as the offense and what they were really trying to do. Um, that first drive, they were they were they wanted to run the ball, and they were able to do that successfully, and that's how they were able to get the points. Um, the second drive, it seems like they were kind of trying to trying to pass more. Like you, you notice, they were trying to pass more, um, and it looked like that Jared Goff and the wide receivers were on the same page on a lot of those plays, but um, towards the end of um, you know, as the game went on, um, you saw Jared Goff connecting more with his wide receivers, and um, also there was a lot of miscues as well as far as like the drops and stuff. And we had, yeah. I heard the announcer say five. We had yeah. five drops um at one point during the game, which is 
<laughs> that's 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 you know one one too many um drops that you know you can have in a game and um guys who are really reliable like uh, like Amon Ross and Brown they had two of them mm-hmm. so it was just it was just a game that man we definitely could have won and um they just you know at the end we just did it man yeah I mean like you said Philly's a good team and they showed it today uh, we just uh, defensively. You know, like like we had some good answers for Jalen Hurts and, and their passing game, but then at points it was just like you said it on our playback. It was like kind of like pick your poison. Do you want to get killed by this passing game, or do you want to get killed by this running game? And I thought the Lions had a good mix of what they were doing defensively. You know, you're not going to completely stop this Philadelphia Eagles offense, especially what you just got there on the field. I mean. Straight up, just on paper, they're just a better team, and they have good matchups offense compared to your defense. And I know the final score is not going to indicate that the defense played well, but they gave this offense and they gave this team just many opportunities. I think it really just came down at the end of the day was Philly was just a better team than you. I think the Lions did everything possible like that they could have done in this game. I don't think there's really much you could say outside the drops that they could have done better. Um you know, just in the full game plan. Like, I, I can't point to one thing or um, one problem. I just think this was a better team than you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's just tough. It's just tough losing like that. Even though, like like, like I said, we kind of seen this coming. But still, man. But there's a lot of good things, man. Like, there's a lot of good things on defense. A lot of good day. things. I mean, like, they were against the quarterback. They were really aggressive. We always ask for an aggressive defense, and they were doing that, man. They were doing that. You saw Hutchinson today. I thought he was really good. Uh, Charles Harris had a pretty good game, man. John Kaminsky, a guy that made the team, had a good game. Tracy Walker, before the ejection, was really good. Like, there was a lot of good parts in this game and a lot of good takeaways from this game. Um, And, like – when you play teams that are not as good as Philly, I, I think that's if the Lions could play a game like this, a clean game like this, uh, and clean up the drops and stuff, this is a team that you, you would see the progress. Like, th- th- we didn't have many games like this last year. We didn't. Like, th- this was a good game overall for the team. Again, it was just a team that I think was better than you. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners. It's your boy Malcolm here, and if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, so the betters can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R dot com slash bluewire. Oddstraders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, man. Defensively, we did good, man. You're talking about the defensive line. I think they did a really good job putting pressure on Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts did a great, a better job escaping that pressure. Um, I think that was probably like the X factor uh, as far as for them winning, man, because he bailed them out way too many times. He bailed them out a lot. Um, yeah. You know, just with his legs. So I think our defense did a good job. I know a lot of people were probably wondering why we weren't putting a spy on him. Um, and to answer that question is, when you look at the Detroit Lions game plan, they they wanted to put a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts, so they they figured it was if they just pressure him, you know, maybe he'll either get sacked or or make a mistake, versus take one of those guys that you're putting that you're sitting at him that you're pressuring him with, and maybe put him on a spy and maybe give Jalen Hurts a little bit more time in the pocket to find guys open, you know. So a situation like that is what I was telling Tyler is, you know, you gotta kind of have to pick your poison. Do you mm-hmm. do you pressure him or and and send the you know send the house at him and and force him to make those you know phenomenal plays that he did today with his legs, um, or do you just sit back and and you know send maybe three or send maybe four and um, have him have more time in the pocket and get those guys the the receivers mm-hmm. and try to find those guys open. I mean, it's it's tough. Um, yeah. I think they yeah. did. I think they they did they had a great game plan. Mm-hmm. Um. They they definitely did a way better job than they did the first time we played them. So yeah, it's definitely sure. improved. It's def- definitely an improvement. Um, the team is getting better. We were all seeing the team getting better. Uh, if this was any other team that had a you know less mobile quarterback, I think would have seen a way better defensive performance. We'll see more sacks. We'll see a lot of other things. But Philly just they're just a better team, man. Yeah, and I think we're not a Philly pod, so I don't want to go too much into this, but I think Philly fans saw a little more of Jalen Hurts today, and they have more of a faith in him, I think, because I, I think he really showed that he could be that quarterback today. Again, we still have a long season. Um, they're going to play better teams than the Lions, but Jalen did a lot of right things today, man. He really did, and I think he was a big reason why they won this game, and um if there's one player I could call out defensively because I have no idea why he was out there and it actually ended up being a pretty big part of the game now you look back at it, why was Will Harrison there in the end of the first half? Why was Will Harrison in the game? I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe maybe Jeff Okuda had a tight shoe. I I, I don't know. I I don't know what happened. All I saw was the ball getting getting launched in the air and I saw 25 in coverage. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, wait, what what, what is he doing here? (laughs) 
<laughs> see, like, like that, that that's one thing I just didn't understand from the coaching staff. Why isn't Akuda in that in that moment? Um maybe there there'll be a you know answer to that. Like maybe it was something, but <laughs> just looking from the outside in right now, I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. And it ended up being pretty costly because Will did let up a big play and they ended up getting points at the end of the half. And, you know, if they don't get those points, we're talking about a potential tie game right now. And, and we're probably in overtime right now, maybe. You know, it's a lot of what-ifs. I don't want to do all that. But, like, that's, yeah. that, 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 that's one of them. It's like, you know, why is that even happening? Why is Will Harris even on the field? At least just if you got beat with one of your best guys out there, it is what it is, right? I'm not going to call you out as a coach staff. But when I see Will Harris out there and he lets up a big play, and it ended up being a very costly play because he only lost by three points and ended up getting three points in that drive. You know, I could look back at them and say, why are we doing that? Yeah. Again, maybe that's a question that could be answered. Maybe Jeff was dealing with something. I don't know. But I just saw no reason why Will Harris was on the field uh, playing corner. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we lost by, what, three points? I'd rather lose by three to, to Philly than to, like, have this happen, like, next week. Yeah. yeah, this is this happened next week. I'm pissed. I'm 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 pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's Philly. I I have I mean as far as expectations, I have them winning the division. I have them being a good team. So, I mean to go toe and toe with a, a good team, it, it kind of shows. It's like a measure stick of where Detroit is, and Detroit showed that they're they're they can hang with the big dogs right now. They could hang with a team like Philly. Yeah, for sure. All right, you want to get some people up here? Let's get some people's opinions. Let's go, man. All right. We got one. And you guys could just request and we'll get you guys up. What's up, man? You're on mute currently. Hello. Do you know you're on the stage? Okay. Well, we run a fast-paced show. We're not waiting. Okay. Next person. Hello. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? Man, that was an exciting game. It was. Were were you uh, there? I was not there. I'm at work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I mean, what's your takeaway? uh, Takeaway is they kind of proved everything they said that they wanted to do. You know, going into the second quarter, going to the going into the half. I saw, like, a pretty defeated offense. I saw, you know, heads hanging. I saw them just, you know, crushed. But, you know, they kept in. They kept on fighting, you know, and they brought that – they brought it back a little. And it was just a couple of miscues to me that, you know, that was just like we could have done a couple things better. Obviously, we had the drops. And, you know, it was just – but the offense was clicking. As far as, like, defense goes, I noticed a couple of things. Like, they kept pulling Rodrigo out on third down. He was he was getting, yeah. getting put down on third. I'm like, bro, like, why are you taking him out? He was playing well the whole game. Just leave him in. Maybe we'll get a player two. But I I don't know. It's just to have it end the way it did. I'm not mad. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Sensei. You know, I think they played well overall. Um, you know, there were some miscues. It was week one. Yeah, week one. That's expected around the whole. That's what it is. Week one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree, man. It's just. It was a game. It, the, the atmosphere, I'll say, at Ford Field wasn't there, but the atmosphere just watching from TV was was electric, oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those fans showed up, man. I know Pierre had a good time, huh? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I haven't talked did. to him yet, but I know he definitely did. <laughs> he's probably pissed. He probably he probably pisses the outcome. I mean, it's a t- it's a tough loss, but I mean, that was an he election thought, crowd. He, 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 I mean, but he thought they were gonna win. He did. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect him to win. I wasn't expecting a win. I wasn't expecting the score to be so close, that's for sure. But I was just like, man, I didn't expect the amount of points either. Yeah, I, it was a lot I of did. points. I, I kind of – see, yeah, as far as the the, the, the spread, I, I kind of knew there was going to be a one-position game. I didn't, I didn't know how much of a one-position game. That's why I didn't bet on this one because it was too risky. Yeah, 38-35 was – I didn't see that. I did see maybe like – I, I knew it was going to be a close – or not new, but I thought it was going to be a close game. Um, if you guys listened to me, I said don't touch it. But I said t- take the lines if I were to bet on it. It was, th- uh, was it five and a half, which they ended up covering. So if anyone did take that, they won. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, it was really high scoring. And the offense in the second half, they were really clicking, dude. Outside that of that – Awesome. I just love seeing Swift move the ball, getting able to, like, use his legs, making making people miss an open field. That shit was beautiful. Yeah. Outside of that sure. one drive, they got points in every single drive in that second half. And Josh Reynolds had a huge drop, but they could have got points in that drive too, man. Yeah. And the DJ Tart catching that touchdown over uh, freaking Slay, dude. Big play, that was big play Slay. That was a nice – that was a beautiful ball, man. Beautiful ball, beautiful catch. Great, That was great coverage too, Good man. Great coverage but... too, yeah. Yeah, but he was all over him. It's just, you know, DJ Tart put his hands out there and goes the ball. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Sensei, appreciate you, man. You guys got to see you guys next week. Yep. Hey, man. Yes, sir. All right. Bring up Anonymous. I think I saw him at the game. Oh, I Cam. What's up, Cam? We'll get Anonymous. Oh, next. never mind. <laughs> What's up, guy? <laughs> What's up, man? How What's you doing? Cam? Oh, man. What it, it's, I won't say it's a tough game, but they played a lot better than I expected because, you know, like you guys said, everybody's expecting the Eagles to win the NFC East. So, like, at least for this result, if you could call it, like, a moral victory, I guess you could call it that. But it's yeah. rough. It's, I mean, still, it's still a little rough. No, no more, yeah. no, no more moral victories. I know I'm sick of moral yeah. victories. <laughs> I'm done handing out the moral victories. I'm yeah, done handing out the moral that. victories. I mean, we uh, lost I, the game. Yeah, we, we lost. I, I, what I'll say is that this game was a good measuring stick on where the lines were coming out of camp. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw the offensive line, you know, with the running game, we're able to move that defensive line. And, and I said this in the pregame show, if we're able to move this defensive line, I mean, that's a great sign going forward because if we can move this defensive line, we're probably going to be able to move every defensive line going forward. Um, so I think the running game is going to be a big thing going forward. And Swift, man, he might – if he stays healthy, man, he might have a breakout year. Yeah, like – I'm talking about – I'm talking about, like, big years. I'm talking about, like, maybe 12, 13, maybe 1,400 rushing yards if he's healthy, yeah. if things stay the same. That's why I was kind of curious and maybe like a little confused about why they kind of went away from the run game in the second quarter because it felt it really felt like they were moving the ball well. Then they had that one drive, they went three and out with three straight passes and all of them with completions, yeah. and that just kind of that was basically kind of like the start of the like just them snowballing my, down. My, big, my biggest confusion is um the the, the split and the carries, man. I mean, I know that they want to get Jamal Williams involved, but I think it should come to a point that you should just roll with your high yeah. hand. You know, you, you have one guy in DeAndre Swift who's averaging almost 10 yards a carry, you know, 9.6 yards per carry. And then you have Jamal Williams who's averaging 2.5 yards per carry. And, you know, he's getting 11 attempts. He's getting 11 carries. Jamal, um, DeAndre Swift had 15. I'm just saying, like, 
maybe like cut some of those attempts. Maybe if he's averaging two point five, man, I mean, you need to roll with the hot hand. I agree, man. I definitely agree with that. And Jamal Williams is a guy where, you know, use him on short yardage situations, like a third and one, third and two. You could maybe put him in there, or even goal line. You could maybe put a guy like Jamal Williams, but. Yeah, man, it, there's just a lot of points, especially in the second half. Um, they, they were going to 30 a lot, and DeAndre Swift was getting some nice plays and getting some good yardage, and, you know, they still were rotating them. I understand you want to keep Swift healthy, obviously, um, but I, I think it just comes to a point of the game where that guy's that hot. I don't know why you take him out, you know? Yeah, I think – Is DeAndre Swift leading the league in rushing right now? He should. I mean, probably, yeah. yeah. Probably. Let's go. Unless Derek Henry decides to go crazy on the Giants, then yeah, he's probably going to be. Yeah, he's, about, he's about to play right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam. Oh, yeah. Wait, guys. I got it, actually. Sorry. I got, I got one more thing also I want to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, what? I know if we're talking about last year or this year, like, I think the biggest surprise, at least the great thing I want to see was how well Akuda played. Like, like, just you know, last year it was really frustrating because he gave up that big touchdown and then he got hurt. But seeing him this game, he played really well. I wish he was on that third down or whatever that big catch to AJ Brown. I don't know why he was out, but he he played really well. Yeah, actually, honestly, we we actually have an explanation. Someone asked him in the media right now to Campbell, and uh, the answer to that was uh, with the Cuda rotating out at the end of the half. Campbell said the team team is simply monitoring the cornerbacks' reps coming off the Achilles. No new injuries. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's your answer, I guess. Uh, I think they took him all in the wrong play, though. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I mean, the end of the first half, you know, they know you know they're going to be aggressive, trying to get points. Like it's a kind of obvious passing situation. They're not going to run the ball. I just feel like you should have your best corners out there, or whoever you believe your best corners are out there. So. I don't really agree with Campbell and Glenn with what they what they ended up doing there. Yeah, week one thing though, it's definitely something that they can fix later in the year. That's that's, that's for sure flexible. For sure. Yep. I, I think a big I think a big positive about this is there was no major injuries. Yeah. Came out here came out here pretty healthy. Um, no major injuries, but that, that's good, yeah. man. Yeah. All right, Cam. Appreciate you, man. All right, thanks, guys. Okay. Um. Get one more, and then we'll probably wrap it up. What's up, Anonymous? What up, fellas? Can you hear me? Yes, we can, man. It sounds like you're in a potato, but we can hear you. <laughs> no, I'm in my car driving home. Yeah, okay. Home? Yeah. You did you the game? No, we didn't make, we're in Detroit, but we didn't make it to the game. I don't know. I thought about getting tickets. I don't know why we didn't, but shit. I saw you at the game. <laughs> we saw you. We thought they, we thought we saw you. They showed you on TV. They uh, showed you on TV. Probably at the Mich- I was at the Michigan game yesterday. You might have caught me there, but uh. yeah. So I saw. Oh, I saw you on TV there too. Were <laughs> <laughs> they carrying you after every touchdown? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fella. They won't be able to carry me. <laughs> I got a little bit of weight on me. But uh, what you got? What you got on this game, Anonymous? Yo. Game we all expected them to lose, so I'm not shocked by the loss. Uh, you know, if anything, kind of encouraged. It sounds like that's what you guys are saying too. But um, I guess it's two things. I think what was his name, Sensei? He kind of stole, you know, sweet delays from under me when they said they kept pulling Rodriguez out on third downs. I, you know, I noticed that too, and I'm like, why? And if you think of that that one play where Tracy Walker got hit with the double personal foul. 
um, that one where uh, Hurts scrambled and picked up the first down, Chris Board missed the tackle and would have stopped him short. And I'm like, I can't help but think, man, if that was Rodriguez, he would have he would have had that tackle and stopped him, and they would have been forced to punt. So I'm like, why? I don't. Maybe because he's still a rookie and he's learning that they're pulling him on third down. But it seemed like that's where he should shine, given his athleticism and you know his his tackling ability. So Tyler, I, I, Tyler, I told you about this, man. I told you, I told you that they need to keep him. I told you, man, they need to keep him out there, man. Yeah, and it was like every yeah. third down, at least until the last drive when they were trying to run the clock out, you know, and they were going in big formations. But every third down, they were pulling them out. I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science. I get it. He's he's young. He's a rookie. Drafted sixth round. I get it. But damn it, he's your best linebacker. He's better than Alex Azalone. Yes. He's better than Derek Barnes. He's better than uh, Chris Board. He's better. Than, he's your best linebacker, guys. This I'm pretty sure. I mean, they they saw it. They they realized it's a training camp. They realized that training camp. Yeah, you know, this, he's our best linebacker. You, he should be the one that should be subbing in and out. You, you know what? You know, Malcolm. Think about it. Like, okay, you can give the excuse. You know, he's a rookie. But what if he was a first round pick rookie? Would you still have those reservations if he was? If he was still a rookie but drafted in the first or second round, you probably wouldn't be pulling him out. Probably not, yeah. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. So, I think it's the whole thing of him being drafted in the sixth round. I don't know, yeah. man. Or, or I mean, if, if this is me, this is me. This would be a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> this would be a no-brainer. He's your best linebacker. Why are you pulling him? Pull somebody else. Exactly. Take out Alex. Let Alex take a rest. He's, he's a little bit older. He needs a rest. Take out Alex for a play. But why we take out the young guy who has a full of energy and he's your best linebacker? I don't know. It's going to come to a point where sooner rather than later, he's going to be that guy probably for this defense. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not going to be taken out. Hopefully we too. Hopefully we too didn't realize this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You can't can't afford to keep, you know, having those, you know, a couple of big plays slip by because he's not out there. Cause that shit adds up. Yeah. yeah, they they don't, they don't watch tape and be like, man, Chris Board missed his tackle, but I wonder what would happen if Malcolm, Malcolm was there. I want to talk about a fucking missed tackle. My God, the third down play on when we almost got a three and out, or or not three and out, but whatever it was, when we, we almost got a three and out. And I think I think I think um, what's his name had a, had a hold of him. Derek Barnes had a hold of him. Yeah, I mean, we had like a, a million guys had a hold of him. And they yeah, there's a lot of guys. Down. When I play like that, I don't think I don't think Malcolm Rodriguez was even on that play. He wasn't in. He wasn't even in. So 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 why what what are they doing? He's your best linebacker. Yeah, man, they were there. (laughs) They just got to finish the tackle. And like, you know what? You know what that that that, that thinks me of. So you guys are talking about that long run where they had him. They had him um, botched up, and then he broke out to the left and picked up that long run. Yeah. So you know what that that makes me think of? Remember that that uh, shot on Hard Knocks when that, when Calvin Shepard is going crazy over Malcolm Rodriguez, reading the hole, then bouncing out and, and stuffing it when the, when the run back cut out? Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of that play. That's literally the same play that Malcolm Rodriguez stopped so, in training camp, but he's not in an, in game time and, and, and the linebackers couldn't stop it. It's like a yeah. It's, almost, it's just going to the other direction. Almost the same exact play. Almost... Yeah. And and that's a huge play at that point of the game because it was third and one. 
you get that stop. It's fourth and one. Philly has a big decision. You really want to go for it? Probably not. They probably punt it that deep into their zone. Um, they probably punt that ball. You get an opportunity with most likely two timeouts, or you have one timeout in the two minute warning, either or. And you have an opportunity to either go tie that game with the field goal or go win that game with a touchdown. So yeah, it was a big play, and they just didn't get up, you know, get the stop there. That was really the gut punch for me. Is like when they didn't get that stop. That's kind of when I lost hope. I know they still had some time left in the, the timeouts, but um, it, it just kind of felt like after they didn't get that stop there, it was really demoralizing on the defense side of the ball. And if y'all would have came to play back, y'all would have saw Tyler's face. He was pissed. I Tyler was, pissed. was that. He was that happy after that play. I was pissed. It was a pivotal play. Yeah. One more other takeaway I had on offensively, um, yeah. which they, they fixed in the second half, um, thankfully. But, shit, there was no creative play calling in the first half. Literally every single play, I caught it if it was going to be a run play or pass and was 100% correct. They lined up in a big formation. Oh, they're about to run the ball. They ran and get stuffed. They line back with three wide and in and a shotgun. Well, they're about to pass it. And they threw it and, you know, couldn't make any completions. Like, it was – if you watch – if you watched again, it was so obvious what they were trying to do on offense. Thankfully, in the second half, they started to, you know, do some play actions and some screen passes to Hawkinson and to Swift on first down. But, my gosh, they cannot do that to start a game again, no matter who you're playing. Cause that shit was just obvious what they were trying to do, and that was yeah. I mean, I mean, they got outscored twenty four zero in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right, man. You look at the play. You look at the play calling as well. It, it it was really dry. The play calling was really dry. Um, in I mean, that there, first half, there was a point for like that whole first half. Almost it seemed like Jared Goff was like with. Two completions, six yards. It was yeah. that, it, it was like that for a minute. Yeah, oh. it was like that until the third quarter. Yeah. Do you guys know who was it? Was it Ben Johnson calling plays? I think it was. It looked like he was. It, it, it was Ben Johnson. Okay. It, it, it was Ben Johnson from what what I saw. I mean. Yeah, I don't know the. Tyler, Tyler, it, 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 I, I, Dan Campbell said he still wants to have some say into it, so I don't know who's. Who's like the guy in the ear of Jared Goff, and who's calling the plays? But regardless, yeah, it was rough. Definitely, it really put him in a big hole, and you know that led to why they had to make that huge comeback. But I think you saw some creativeness in that second half, and you know I, I think just going forward, you know it was it was positive to see they kind of cleaned it up in that game, rather than we have to wait another week talking shit about this offense because you know if we play like that. You know, the, the rest of the game, the second half, we carried on what we, you know, we left off in that first half to the second half. Then we're talking about a big issue right now. But I, I think that they corrected it at halftime, got some offense going. I think you have some a little more optimism going into week two versus Washington. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. You don't want to, you don't want to have, you know, not fix it and then go into this team against Washington and start off slow. And no, I think with Washington, I think. We have a really big chance of winning. I mean, I don't want to go too much into it, but I think I think since they corrected everything, I think they have a big, uh, good shot. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week for sure. But yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Okay. All right, anonymous. Appreciate you coming on, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Thanks, fellas. Yes, sir. All right. I think that's it. Um, thank you guys all so much for joining the post game show. We will be recording tomorrow. Our final thoughts. You guys could hear Pierre's opinion. He'll be with us tomorrow.
so you guys could hear his opinion on the game, um, the atmosphere at Ford Field, all that, because it was definitely electric. And, yeah, like Malcolm said, join the playback, man. The playbacks on Sundays were – that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Just wish we had a better ending. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hope you guys all enjoyed. Stay tuned for the rest of our episodes. That's all I got, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Malcolm, and I'm out, I'm out man. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.